No one likes to feel stuck, especially by your cloud. But the IBM cloud is the most open and secure public cloud for business. It can manage all your apps and data anywhere. Smart loves problems. IBM, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash flexible. This is The Sporting Life on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Here's Jeremy Schaap. 40 years ago on August 2nd, New York Yankees catcher Thurman Munson, who'd been the MVP of the American League in 1976 and one of the most respected and accomplished players in Major League Baseball throughout the decade of the 1970s, died in a plane crash. He was piloting his own plane. He was going home to Canton, Ohio, and he died at the age of 32. Forty years later, there is a movement afoot to see Munson elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. He's never received very much support. The most support he ever received was in the first year he was on the ballot for the 1981 induction, and he only received about 15% of the vote from the Baseball Writers Association members who were eligible to vote. Larry Schnapp is leading the charge, hoping to see Munson recognized and enshrined in Cooperstown. And Mr. Schnapp joins us now. Larry, thank you for being with us. Thanks a lot, Jeremy. I got to tell you, Larry, um, I remember August 2nd, 1979 vividly. I was uh, at the time uh, um, nine years old. I was a maniacal Yankees fan. And like so many people, um, I guess especially young people that time, I, I, I was devastated by the news. We'll never forget that day. Can't believe it's been 40 years. And you have now, uh, you're you're an attorney, um, but you have dedicated yourself to seeing Munson recognized by the Hall of Fame. He hasn't gotten, as I said, very much support. Well, why do you think Thurman Munson deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? Well, um, I can't uh, speak as to, you know, why he didn't get more votes than he did during his uh, 15 years that he was eligible for the baseball writers um, uh, selection, um, although he was one of the few players that stayed on for all full 15 years, which is in itself an accomplishment. Um, but uh, it's been 40 years since Thurman passed, and uh, baseball has changed the way it evaluates players. And um, what we've done is we've taken another look at Thurman's career, and through the uh, modern lens of baseball analytics plus comparative analysis, um, his career really does stand out. Um, you know, first of all, it, this is an unknown fact for many people, but he's the only person wearing pinstripes that won both the MVP and the Rookie of the Year award. Think of all the great players that the Yankees have had over the years. And, and it's just astounding that he's the only one that has accomplished that. And, uh, you know, when I was growing up, Mickey Mantle was my hero. Munson was my uh, hero as a younger adult. Um, but M Munson meant as much to those 1970s Yankees, I think, as Mantle did to the 50s and 60s Yankees in terms of leadership and the way he performed. Um, when you start looking at Munson's career, he played. So the conventional wisdom has been that he didn't play long enough and that the time he did play wasn't good enough. But when you look at his career through the modern analytics and also just kind of refining the traditional stats, um, his career, you know, his career really does compare very favorably with Johnny Bench and, and Carlton Fisk. In fact, what we've done is we have a, a video that we did 
um, as part of this initiative, where we compare uh, Thurman Munson's 10 years, uh, 70 to 79, with both Fisk and, and Bench. And he, he actually um, outperforms them in many categories. And, of course, Thurman Munson, we're speaking with Larry Schnapp, who is leading the charge, hoping to see Thurman Munson, who died 40 years ago on August 2nd in a plane crash uh, at the Canton-Akron Airport, inducted into the Hall of Fame. And uh, you know, Munson, in his time, was considered... Terrific. He won three gold gloves. He was a seven-time All-Star in his ten full seasons. He was always somewhere in the MVP balloting. As you mentioned, he was a Rookie of the Year. And he was also a right-handed hitter uh, in a park in which it was very difficult for right-handed hitters to perform. That's true. Um, And when you start looking, you know, he's the first catcher to have consecutive four seasons with 180 hits or more. He was the first of... Uh, he's one of three American League catchers that had seven consecutive seasons of 130 hits. He uh, had uh, three 300, 100 RBI seasons. Um, and, of course, um, his postseason stats were unbelievable. I mean, he had 357. Um, he, hit, he actually hit safely in 27 of his 30 postseason games. He hit safely in 10 consecutive World Series games and seven consecutive hits in the World Series. Larry, I'm uh I'm looking at uh his page on baseballreference.com and I got to say I'm surprised. I haven't really looked at it in a while. You know, the Hall of Fame monitor, which is a way that they measure likelihood of being a Hall of Famer. He's he's up there pretty high. A likely Hall of Famer has 100 points. He's got 90 points and that's a career cut short. He died at the age of 32. Now, you could um i guess you could make the case that munson was already in decline uh as as a hitter he was not the same player in 1978 and 79 that he had been in 76 and 77 but you would expect that with all the games that he had caught but but as you said with modern metrics and the way that we look at things like wins above replacement and so forth munson looks better than ever before but but what is the process by which you could actually get him in the hall now. So there's been Yankee fans, you know, for years that have been advocating for him. There's been a couple of excellent articles written um, by Jay Jaffe and others. Um, Brian Kenny did something a couple years ago on, on his program. But what hasn't been happening has been an organized effort to try to, you know, mobilize the support. So the first step to get him into the Hall of Fame uh, you know, the Hall of Fame has revised the way that it, um, the old timers or veterans committees, um, select players. So the way it is now is the, there are four different errors, uh, of baseball players. So the, and the error that's currently going to be considered this year is called the modern baseball error, which is from 1970 to 1987. So there is this historical overview committee that meets over the summer, this, this summer, and they will select 10 players to be placed on the ballot. And then, uh, so that's step number one. The step number one is have to, we have to get them on the ballot. And so to do that, we're, you know, we've got a website, we have, we're compiling data, uh, we have a petition that we um, now passed that we were going to, the, the, the model was 15,000 signatures for number 15. So we have 15,500 so far, we have a big weekend coming up. Uh, we're going to be, we call ourselves Thurman's Army. 
So we're showing up uh, tomorrow and Saturday. Um, we have Thurman Munson T-shirts, Hall of Fame T-shirts. Uh, we'll be sitting in the stands. There's a memorial rally that's going to be held for him between the games. So we're trying to get attention to his, you know, to his case. So if we get him on the ballot, then the next step will be in December is for the old timers committee um, to then select the players that they, you know, they have to have a three quarters um, acceptance. So for example, last year, I think it was Harold Baines and Lee Smith. Um, so that was the error of um, uh, today's game. So this this year is, is this. So when we saw that a combination of the error that Thurman played and the fact that it's 40 years this summer, it just seems like this was an opportune time to kind of really mobilize everybody. So um, you know, we we are hoping that the next step will be for the the first step is for the Hall of Fame Historical Overview Committee uh, to uh, put him on the ballot, and then if we get him on the ballot, then you know, then the next step would be at the winter meetings when the when the old-timers committee gets together and votes on the names. We're speaking with Larry Schnapp about Thurman Munson and Larry's campaign, the campaign uh, of many others as well, to see Munson enshrined in Cooperstown. And Larry, I, you know, honestly, I, I think of Thurman Munson as uh, a very good player. Um, his career may be um, not long enough to automatically qualify him in, in the way of, you know, so many players, a like Cal Ripken or a Joe Morgan for the Hall of Fame. But certainly there are players in the Hall of Fame who are not uh, as good as Thurman Munson, uh, who was not just a great defensive player and a very good hitter. Uh, he was also a leader and a clutch hitter. He was he was one of baseball's um, most respected leaders in a clubhouse on a team that won three consecutive pennants and two consecutive World Series. But for you personally... Why does it mean so much to put Thurman Munson in the hall? Well, um, you know, he was one of the – he was the heart and soul of those Yankee, 70 Yankees teams. And um, uh, it just seems uh, – you know, when I look back at my life, there were two moments in my life I'll never forget. The day President Kennedy was killed and the day Thurman Munson died. Um, and I just feel that he deserves um, to be in the Hall of Fame. And, uh, you know, we, the Hall of Fame rules do, you know, they say you have to play, play at least 10 years. And so players that play, you know, how do you compare his career to, say, Carlton Fisk, who played 24 years? So you do a comparative analysis. And when you look at his 10 years, um, you know, I think they're, they're good enough. And the reason we have a old-timers or veterans committee a pr- a process is because sometimes good players happen to – you know, for whatever reason, not get inducted during the normal process. And this process is designed to, um, you know, to sort of uh, get a, get let players get a second chance. And, um, you know, I just think when you, when you compare him, you know, the Sporting News voted him the catcher of the deck of, ni- of the 1970s. So they picked 80s, 70s, 60s, and uh, they picked him. His war, for, or 45.7 career war, is seventh um, for catchers. The first six catchers are in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> that's that's a pretty amazing, amazing stat. And he's um, when you look at Jaws, he's twelfth uh, all time in Jaws for catchers, and fourteenth all time in WAR for catchers. There's no question Thurman Munson is one of those players who um, 
deserves serious consideration uh, enshrinement. I, I think it's a, I think it's a tough call, but the way you've laid out the case, it certainly makes a good one for Thurman Munson. And if, you know, when you start looking at leadership, um, you know, those are the intangibles. And when I, we, we have 15,000 people that have signed the petition. And if you look at the comments that they make, Thurman Munson is responsible for so many baseball fans. I mean, the, his contributions, his, the, the, the way he uh, inspired people, uh, I mean, just aside from the, the, the impact he had on the Yankees, the players, when you look at the impact he had on fans, um, you know, his intangible quality, just, uh, it just, I, I encourage people to go to the Munson Hall of Fame petition site, which is MunsonHOF.com, um, and, you know, look at what we were saying about him, if you agree. Sign the petition. We'll be sharing that uh, with the Hall of Fame. Um, and but if you read some of the, the comments, it just it's it, it it actually knocked me over reading what he meant to so many of the fans. I mean, I know what he meant to me. Larry Schnapp wants to see Thurman Munson in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Forty years after he died in that tragic plane crash in Akron, Ohio. Larry, thank you for having joined us. Thank you very much, Jeremy. I'm Jeremy Schapp. And you can listen to new editions of The Sporting Life every Saturday and Sunday morning on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, beginning at 6 a.m. Eastern Time.